Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of The Blush Network and the author of Appointed. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hey, guess who? It's Autumn with The Autumn Miles Show. How are you guys doing today? Let me just be real. Today was crazy for me. It was crazy. My son had a double ear infection. Can I just be real? All your mom is out there sitting in the carpool line going, please be real. My, my husband has got ear problems and my, oh my goodness. Just, we need, we just need the power of God and health and healing over our life right now. But isn't it so funny that sometimes we, we can get so incredibly overwhelmed with our circumstances and forget that, um, God is the great comforter. Um, I don't know about you, but my life is, is very, very busy and we have a lot of stuff going on. And I think one of the things that Satan wants to tell us is that, um, you know, you are carrying it on your own. I just want to encourage you before we get into the show, which will be, which will be great. Um, you're, you're not doing it on your own mama. You're not doing it on your own dad. Uh, there is a God that is there that does truly bear our burdens. One of my favorite passages of scripture is that um, it it says, the Lord is my support. And sometimes I just need to be reminded that when I feel unsupported or when I feel like I'm alone or I feel like I'm carrying all this stuff, you know, truly the Lord is my support. So that was free today. Um, uh, we're going to get to the show here in just a second. Thank you guys for listening and just for how nice you are to us. Um, I, I need to tell you, we are listener supported. If you've listened to us uh, at all, and a lot of you guys listen every day and we are so thankful, um, for, for that. Um, we're listener supported, which means that we trust that God is going to provide through you, through our listeners. Um, it's one thing, it's kind of hard. It, 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 it makes you feel weird to ask people to help and to support. Um, but I know that God has called us to such a, 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 a grand vision for the autumn mile show. And I know, I know, I know, um, that God is using this show that he put together, that is his, um, for his glory and to help encourage and change and challenge people's lives. And we thank him for that. If the show has encouraged you, I, 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 I'm asking you to consider giving. Um, you can give at autumnmiles.com. You can give one time. You can give reoccurring. Um, you know, and it's not about how much you give. It's the heart behind giving. You know, I think sometimes I, I know I've thought in the past, uh, I don't have much to give. Um, so I only have a couple dollars or, you know, maybe even a dollar. And you know what you don't understand is even giving that is a blessing to us because it helps keep the show on the air, challenging people with bold truth and raw faith. I, I, I love the word of God. It is my best friend. I want to share it with the world. And that's one way that we get to do that. So uh, I would encourage you just to pray about giving. If there is a a little Holy Spirit, hello in your heart right now. You know, it is possible that he is saying give and um, trust me, we will be so grateful for, 
for your obedience and just for your sacrifice in that. And we will, we, we are praying God's blessings over you. I'm really uh, excited about today. Um, it's, it's a, it's a message that I think is very relevant to our culture. And I, I will talk about that, uh, today, you know, how, how do you do what God asks you? How do you do it? Honestly, I'm totally obsessed with it because I feel like it's going to encourage you. This one is for all you control freaks. Like, God bless you. I love you. But oh my goodness, y'all. <laughs> Some of us are tr- are controlling ourselves out of something amazing. All you analyzers out there who you got to know, you got to know every step. Um, You got to know, okay, God told me this, but... How am I going to, to to achieve it? And I feel like I've kind of been stuck on this topic now for a few months um, just because I we're seeing this so much. People are recognizing their purposes. And, you know, a couple of years ago, um, there was a huge push for purpose. You know, um, I, I, I remember when um, uh, Rick Warren came out with a purpose driven life. It was so revelatory and everyone was like, yes, I have a purpose. I'm going to use my purpose. And we've, our culture has kind of caught the wave of purpose. Um, okay. Yes. I know I, I'm, I'm, most of us know that we are here for a purpose and a lot of us haven't even identified them. Um, but, but here's where I see the lack it's yes, I know I have a purpose, but how am I going to achieve that purpose? Um, you know, we've talked so much about purpose that we know it, we get it, we get it. Okay. Um, I even, my first book appointed was about not necessarily finding your purpose, but what do you do once you found it? Okay. That's why I put all the things I put in my first book appointed, which, you know, shameless plug, but this is the autumn mile show. You can get my book on autumnmiles.com. Dan is getting it right now. He's purchasing it. Um, you know, if you know what it is, That is a resource that I wrote personally um, to help you with it in 2014. But I I still get question after question after question after question. How do I get there? How do I get there? Um, And here's my answer. You are not going to be able to figure it out. That's my answer. Sometimes, well, uh, you know, being being analytical is great, and it's really good when you're an accountant. You know, um, uh, being a control freak. Well, I don't, I don't, I honestly think that that's ever good. <laughs> but it, it's qualities that we have that can be put to good use and and could produce something. However, when it comes to faith, control and being analytical, kill it. It kills it. Because we can talk ourselves out of so quickly what God talks us into. And I am seeing this happen like every day, y'all. Every day, every day, which is why I'm doing the show. I'm super passionate about it. Don't kill something that God has said to you, go and do with your own brain. Okay. I love you, but let's just get real. Y'all are doing it.
Okay. I want to go to Judges 6, and we're going to run over to Judges 6 and Judges 7. Um, And I've talked about Gideon a lot. You can actually, the pages of my Bible are really, really worn because I I kind of feel like I am Gideon and have been Gideon. Uh, But we're going to talk about this in a little bit different way. I'm going to read through the passage, and then I'm going to camp on one specific um, um, verse. Gideon's 6. Verse 11 says this, then the, an, then the anger of the Lord came and sat under the oak of Oprah, not Oprah, Oprah. Oh. <laughs> Dan's like, thank you. Um, which belonged to Joash the Abyssalite and his son Gideon was beating out the wheat in the wine press in order to save it from many nights. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, the Lord is with you, valiant warrior. Now I've preached on all of this. You could find it somewhere on my on my website, on my Facebook fan page. It's there. It's really hard for me to just not stop and preach, but I got to stay the course. Then Gideon said to him, oh my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his miracles which our fathers told us about saying did not the lord bring us up from egypt but now the lord has abandoned us and given us into the hand of midian then the lord looked at him and said go in this your own strength and deliver israel from the hand of midian have i not sent you there's the call go in this your strength not somebody else's strength you don't need to be them you need to be you and your strength, not your pastor's strength, and your strength, not your wife or husband's strength, and your strength, not your best, not your boss's strength, and your strength, go in this your strength and deliver Israel from the hand of Midian. What an incredible ask. <laughs> go ahead, Gideon, with you, yourself, your own strength, and I want you to go deliver Israel who has been terrified of the Midianites for a long time now. He said to him, oh, Lord, and this is where we get tripped up, and this is the verse I want to camp on here for a second. How shall I deliver Israel? Behold, my family is the least in Manasseh, and I am the youngest in my father's house. But the Lord said to him, surely, Gideon, I will be with you. This was God's answer for the question that not just Gideon asked, I believe you have asked it to God very recently. I believe the show is, um, is, is a message that God wants to get to you. Gideon, let me repeat, uh, how shall I deliver Israel? But the Lord said to him, he didn't tell him how. He said, surely I'll be with you and you shall defeat Midian even by one man. I want to camp on that here for a second. God needs our heart before he gives us our marching orders. He needs obedience before he gives our marching. We think, we think the asset is the marching orders and the blueprint and the plan. That's what we value. Okay, I I want to be a pastor. Let's just take that. So I'm going to go to four years of college at a Christian school, and then I'm going to go to seminary, and then I'm going to intern, and then I'm going to do this, and then I'm and 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 we have constructed a plan for the call of God. You know, I want to be. I mean, I don't know what's another profession, Dan, that you can think of. I want to be a radio host. 
Isn't that right, Dan? Uh, and so I, I'm going to go to school and I'm going to get I'm going to get, uh, you know, uh, my, my degree, you know, in, in whatever area you think is necessary. And then I'm going to go do an internship and then I'm going to go apply. And then I'm going we have constructed a plan for God's call. Now, the plan is not a problem. It's a great thing. It's an asset. I mean, the fact that we can go to college and have further education is incredible. But we value the plan most of the time over the call. And I see this in the college girls that come and work for me all the time. Well, I've got to go to four years of school and then I've got to go get my master's degree. And master's degrees are great. Trust me, education is 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 an incredible, incredible thing. Don't hear me say otherwise. And please don't email because that's ridiculous. However, have we not valued the plan over the call? If you have the call of God that says you shall go defeat many the Midianites, even as by one man, that that is the thing you should value over the plan. Now, what did he have questions about the plan? Of course. But this is what's happening. We're not getting the plan. So we're abandoning the call. Ooh, that's good. We're not getting the plan in advance. So we're abandoning the call. The, 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 the plan makes us feel secure. The plan makes us feel like we're on track. The plan brings us some sort of skewed security because it has to do with our own control. And if God doesn't give us the plan, then we back up and we abandon the call. It, that is out of order. God wants you to say yes to the call before he gives you the plan. Ooh, I am tooting someone's horn today. My own, because a lot of times I'm giddy and I'm like, but how, Lord? How am I going to reach the world? How am I going to do that? And God says, listen, I told you, I'm going to encourage you with my word, which is exactly what he did to Gideon. And when the time is right, I will reveal little by little the steps that you need to take. If you've just joined us, you are listening to Autumn with the Autumn Mile Show. And today we are talking about how to figure out what God is asking of you. And um, spoiler alert, you're not going to be able to figure it out. Uh, Thanks for joining us. For any information you need, you can contact us at autumnmiles.com. Listen, I wrote in my first book, we have, um, you know, really become obsessed with um, wanting to do something greater than ourselves, but not. And when we don't see the plan, we just sort of submit and surrender to just existing. And uh, it's something that burns me so much because there are so many issues in our world today that God has put a passion in you to answer. One of the things I wrote in my book, which I don't even know, that's not even in my notes. I don't know why. Maybe someone needs to read it today. But one of the things that I wrote and appointed was I absolutely believe this. If every Christian or believer, whatever you want to call yourself, in Christ Jesus that has been saved by his grace, that has the passion and a call on their life to adopt, would step up and adopt, I do not believe we would have a foster care 
issue, period. Because I know when God put in my heart to adopt when I was 18 years old, I know that he saw my two youngest children that we were going to be an answer to a need in their life. And guess what, guys? They were a huge answer to a need in our life. It was, went vice versa. I believe that if, if, if God has asked something of you and you give it up because of the plan, you are literally giving up one of the things that is going to bring you the most joy, the most fulfilling. You think it's money. It's not. You think it's success. It's not. You think it's a, a, a marriage. It's not. Kids are great, but, that, but, but that's not it either. You were created for God to call you to do something. And you have to say yes without a plan. Okay. What did it say about Abraham? He went out in Hebrews 11. He went out. He went out to, to a place, and, to a place and, 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 and basically walked around as an alien in his own land, not knowing where he was going. But he had a call. I want you to go out. And look at what God did. Little by little, he revealed his plan to Abraham. So here we, we're back to Gideon. The Lord said, surely I will be with you, and you shall defeat Midian even by one man. He, he, his answer was not the plan. His answer was him reiterating the call, okay? So those of you that are freaking out because you don't have a plan today, let the Spirit of God speak through this show to reiterate to you the call. The call and saying yes to the call is important. The plan God will work out in his time. Now, I want to move on um, just, just because, you know, we always run out of time uh, too soon. When the plan came for Gideon to go and defeat the Midianites, let me tell you something which is so hilarious. It is not at all what Gideon would have chosen to do. I am telling you what. What happened was, and I'm going to read this um, in, in Judges 7, then Gideon and all the people who were with him rose early and camped beside the spring of Herod. And the camp of Midian was on the north side of them by the hill of Morah the valley. The Lord said to Gideon, the people who are with you are too many for me to give Midian into their hands. For Israel will become boastful, saying, my own power has delivered me. Now, therefore, come, proclaim in the hearing of the people, saying, whoever is afraid and trembling, let him return and depart from Mount Gilead. So 22,000 people returned and 10,000 remained. Could you imagine that? <laughs> you get up and you make a command and then 22,000 of your army turns around and walks away. Oh, my goodness. He was probably freaking out. I love it. Then the Lord said to Gideon, the people are still too many. You know, Gideon's like, God, what you saying? What you talking about? God this is crazy. They're too many. Bring them down to the water and I will test them for you. Therefore, it shall be that he of whom I say to you, my Bible's so marked up. I can't even hardly read this. The one shall go with you. He shall go with you. But everyone whom say, who but everyone of whom I say to you, this one shall not go with you. He shall not. So he brought the people down to the water and the Lord said to Gideon, you shall separate everyone who laps with his tongue like dogs, as well as everyone who kneels to drink. Now, the number of those who lapped, putting their hand to their mouth was 300. But all the rest of the people 
kneeled down and drank really sloppy and gross. Like who laps up water like a dog? That's so gross. <laughs> but a lot of people did. Okay. The Lord said to Gideon, I will deliver you with 300 men who lapped and will give the Midians into your hands. So let all the other people go, each one to his own home. Would Gideon, if he knew the plan that it was, listen, I'm going to take you and only 300 to go defeat uh, what is uh, 135,000 Midianites. I'm going to take you and 300 and you're going to go defeat 135,000 people with just 301 people. If God would have given Gideon the plan when he gave them the call, do you think Gideon would have been faithful to the call? Probably not. Probably not. Sometimes having the plan in advance, will that in and of itself cancel the call? What? You want me to defeat 135,000 Midianites with 301 people? Are you crazy, God? What are you? No, I can't do it. It's too much. It's too crazy. It doesn't seem like it's going to work out for me. I can't do it. No, no, no. And sometimes in God's love, he reserves the plan for when our faith can handle it. Because he is more, like I said before, interested in our obedience than the plan. 301 people. And then this is what they did, which I think is hilarious. God said, okay, split them up. 100, 100, 100. They encircled the Midianite camp. And they had pitchers. And they had torches. And when uh, Gideon gave the cue, you know, they started screaming. When the th- uh, let, let, I want to read this so, so I don't totally mess it up. When the three companies blew the trumpets and broke the pitchers, they held the torches in their left hands and the trumpets in their right hands for blowing. They had uh, uh, trumpets and cried a sword for the Lord and for Gideon. Each stood in his place around the camp and all the army ran crying as they fled. When they blew the 300 trumpets, the Lord set the sword of one another against another even throughout the whole army and the army fled as far as Beth Shida towards Zara. They didn't even have to go to combat y'all. They had a trumpet, they had a torch, they had a pitcher. That was the weapon that God chose to use to literally I mean, (laughs) obliterate 135,000 people that were camping just below. When we get so caught up on the plan of how, and we sort of start bowing down and making an idol of how I'm going to make this happen, we forget that God doesn't work conventionally and He doesn't work by your mindset and He doesn't work by your degree and he doesn't work by your master's degree and he doesn't work by your experience and he doesn't work by what you want. I love you saying this in love because I've learned this. He works by his way, his master's degree, if you will. (laughs) That was good, wasn't it, Dan? He works by his plan, 
And when he works by his plan, we cannot nor would not want to even take a tiny bit of credit for it. God is about his glory. He's not about your glory. He's about you being available to get him glory through you. He's not about raising up your name. He's about, is his name going to be raised up? Because his name is the name that saves. His name is the name that forgives. His name is the name that comforts. His name is the one that sacrificed. So I implore you as someone, as a friend, we're buds. I implore you as a friend today. If you're freaking out over the plan, let's take a step back and just rest in the call. Rest. Tell the Lord, repent. That's a word we don't use very much. I wish we would use it more because uh, it's not politically correct or I don't really know. I'm getting too old to be all nice anymore. Repent. Stop getting caught up on the how. And focus on the ask of the Lord. And I'm telling you what, he's going to do something that only he can take credit for, only he can get glory for. And you'll literally sit in awe. Because when he acts through you, you'll be shocked. And it'll be amazing. Love you guys so much. Thanks for listening to the Autumn Mile Show. Here we go again. I'll be back here tomorrow. Right back here. Tell your friends. Tell your friends, too, about the Autumn Mile Show. Love you guys. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles program is listener-supported, and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And with a $100 donation or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn's book, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. Join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on The Word, 100.7 FM.